Somebody just begin to reverence the presence of the Lord now. Father, we bow our heads in your presence today to acknowledge your sovereignty. It's all right to take a knee in the presence of the Lord. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay to lay prostrate. There is freedom in this house. 
Father, we acknowledge your goodness. We acknowledge your sovereignty, Jesus. Psalm 139 says, You have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. And you understand my thoughts from afar off. You understand my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue. What that means for us in this room today is that if you came in heavy and burdened and overwhelmed, there are times and there are moments in God's presence where sometimes without you saying anything, He knows. I need somebody to understand today that he knows and he sees. He's paying attention. He's been watching you this week, even if you didn't know it. But behold, O oh Lord, you know it all together. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. This knowledge is too wonderful for me and so high I can't attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you're there. And even if I make my bed down in hell, behold, you're there too. And if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. I need to remind the gate church today that there's nowhere you've been and there's nowhere you can go that Jesus isn't with you. His word and his promise to us is, come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I need somebody to know today that while we're singing hallelujah, while we're lifting up praises, while we're singing hosanna, while we're singing how wonderful he is, you're casting your cares on the Lord because he cares for you. I need to remind somebody today that you may have came in here heavy but in the presence of the Lord, you can unload your burden. You can unload your burden today. And you can walk out free and light as a feather. Now I wonder, is there anybody in this room today that you want that bad enough that you just wouldn't mind lifting your hand at me and saying, Preacher man, I need, I need to leave here. There's stuff I need to leave at God's altar today. There is stress. There is pressure. There's diagnosis. There's bills. Come on, hold them hands up for me. If you're saying, I need free, oh Lord, hands everywhere.
Hands everywhere. Hands everywhere. Don't you know that God came to meet you today, my friends? With hands lifted and heads bowed. If you don't know what to pray, pray what I pray. Lord, you see my thoughts and you see my pain. I know you do. But Lord, I say you are faithful. Lord, you've been faithful to me time and again, day after day, year after year. God, you have kept me with your hand and with your word. You have been a hedge of protection around me at all times. Now you pray this right here with me. God, I cast my cares on you. I cast my burdens on you, my fear, my worry, my anxiety, the depression. God, I lay it down at your feet. I lay it down at the feet of your cross, that holy place of sacrifice that made me free. God, I lay it down. I choose to let it go. Come on, don't you, don't you give up right there. As those thoughts come to your mind, as the worry, as the concerns try to pop you up, you say, no, God, I lay it at your feet. God, you are God, and I am just a man. I am just a woman, God. I need you, Lord. I need you to help me. Don't you be embarrassed about what the person beside you, what they might be thinking. Don't you let that little voice in your ear say, don't make a fool of yourself. David said, I'll become even more undignified than this. Sometimes when you want to touch from heaven, you got to push through the crowd. You got to crawl on your knees. Sometimes you got to bust your alabaster box and let people point their finger at you. But I think there's some people in here today that I'll get plum rowdy because I need Jesus today. And I don't care what they think. I don't care what they say. I don't care what my wife thinks, what my husband thinks. Come on, I need Jesus. Come on, speak that name. Jesus. Come on, we speak it over sickness. We speak it over disease. We speak it over diagnosis. Come on, church, don't you give up right there. We speak it. We speak it over our work, over our homes, over our family. We speak it over wayward children. Come on, we speak Jesus. 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 The word says that at his name, yeah. the hills melt like wax. See, don't you let your mind tell you that when you speak that name, nothing happens. Because that name has spiritual authority. 
And so your mind can be saying, ain't nothing changed. You're still hurting. You still feel bad. They're still mad at you. They still hurt you. Your mind can be talking to you. You know what you got to do? You got to talk back. This is the one time, God bless your mama, but this is the one time you have permission to talk back. There's somebody out there. If you'll follow me right here, God's going to help you. You need to talk back. And while your mind is talking to you, while it's reminding you, you just look back at it and say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Your mind saying, you can't do it. You're not good enough. I know I can't, but Jesus can. Oh, I know I can't, but Jesus can. Some of you need to speak to cancer today. You need to speak to your lungs and to your heart. You need to speak to your joints and you need to say, Jesus, Jesus. Somebody, you need to speak into your future. Somebody needs to speak into their future today because you've been looking backwards thinking about how bad it's been and you need to look forward into your future and say, Jesus is waiting on me. Jesus is just one step ahead. He's the next day ahead. Oh, come on. Is there anybody you feeling what I'm saying? Is there anybody picking up what I'm putting down today? Sometimes you got to say, Jesus. Jesus. You need to sing in church. on hands lifted all over the building Lord we say come and touch us cause us to burn like fire pray this with me right here at Gate Church the name of the Lord is in our mouth and on our lips it is our prayer and our praise we decree we declare and we sing Jesus come on church let me hear you say it Jesus Jesus, Lord, we decree it and we declare it. We speak the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Now then, I need your help. Can you help me give the Lord a hand clap of praise for his faithfulness to us today?
Jesus. just as much weight when you whisper it as when you holler it. Jesus. In moments like these, I like to testify. It's always good to read scriptures but that's someone else's story but I've got my story and you got yours I'll spare you the details I'm about to say my life had got real low and one Saturday night 
I wrestled with death all night. And I held out. But Sunday morning, I gave up. Sunday morning I give up I know when people are heavy and when people are struggling and when people are wrestling with death not because I'm so smart but just because I've done it and I know that dark evil wicked spirit that torments and bullies and seduces people that if you'll just give up all the pain can go away what a lie evil I'm calling it evil because I'm cursing it by calling it what it is it's evil and it's wicked and it's twisted and I don't know if you know this, but in America, there's a statistic that every 14.4 seconds, there is a man that takes his life in this country. So while I've been talking, three people have committed suicide. Death is gnarly and nasty. And when I teetered on the edge... I knew that my will had failed. I felt the presence of Jesus. And that darkness and that spirit left. I come to tell somebody today that no matter who your enemy is, no matter the burden you carry, no matter how much you feel like you are teetering on the edge. Our master was not lying when he said, I, all authority in heaven and in earth has been given to me and I hold the keys to death, hell, and the grave. There's somebody in this room or somebody watching me online today. You feel like I'm teetering on the edge. I don't know how much longer I can carry this. I'm contemplating just letting myself tip over. You need to hear me today. There is a master and there is a savior. He has come today for you because there is no enemy. There is no darkness. There is no force of hell that can stand for one moment in the presence of Jesus. His victory was not partial. His victory was not a fluke. His victory was not barely. His victory and his authority is total and complete. And no matter what you carry today, if you will lift your hands and speak that name, Jesus, 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 that spirit of heaviness has to go. 
that spirit of darkness has to go. That spirit of torment and bullying has to go. That spirit of death has to go because he has come to give life and life more abundantly. Let the poor man say, now I am free. He has come, he has come to set free them that are bound. You may feel bound, but he is here to set you free. Is there anybody with me in this room today that you're feeling that spirit of faith stir up on the inside of you? Now, if you're here today and you say, preacher man, that's me. I've had the thoughts. I've had the feelings. I've not known what to say, who to say it to, or how to say it. But when you're standing on the edge of that stage and you're teetering, I feel like I'm teetering. That's me. I feel like it'd be better to quit and give up than it would be to keep on living. If you're in this room today and that's you, hold your hand up. Don't you be ashamed and don't you miss your moment. Hold your hand up if that's you. I see a hand. I see a hand. I see a hand. I see hands. I see hands. If that's you, you run down here to this altar. If that's you, you run down here to this altar. There ain't nobody in this room looking at you, pointing their finger at you. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Y'all come right here, ladies. Come right here. Yes, sir, you come right here. Mighty God, church. Just close your eyes, my friends. Just close your eyes. Jesus. Jesus. this moment if you want free of this you meet me right down here at this altar me you and Jesus right down here the three of us
Come on, church. You keep helping me pray. You keep helping me pray. Don't disconnect. Don't be thinking about the stock market, football, or politics right now. There are lives being saved in this altar right now. What started with three is now turning into a group that God is breaking death off of their life. He is interjecting and delivering new life. New life. New life. I wish some saints would help me stand in the gap like it was your life hanging in the balance. Come on, help me pray, church. Jesus. Jesus, new life. Come on, help me pray it. New life, new life, new life. What has been will not always be. New life in Jesus' name. Come on, church, help me pray. Help me pray. things that gone on generations before people were ever born. They were born into heaviness and the Lord is setting people free from darkness and from wickedness from doors that were opened that should not have been opened. God is setting people free in Jesus' name. Come on church, don't you disconnect. Don't you disconnect. God is saving lives down here.
church, help me pray. He's healing you of the stinging burden of pain, the sting of heaviness, the burden of the past, thoughts, words, sentences, things that were said and done. He is healing you in Jesus' name. He's healing your body of the heaviness and the sting. The word says, where, O death, is your sting? So I declare over you, sister, that the sting is leaving. The bite of pain is leaving you in Jesus' name. And that the fruit will be no headaches, no migraines, no stress, no fear when you think you feel one coming, no washed out after one goes. Healed of the Lord, healed of the Lord. Because when he heals, he heals inside and out. Who else in the room is believing God for healing? Just wave at me. I see you, sister. I see some hands over here. Just a little more light, if you don't mind, gentlemen. I see hands, I see hands, I see you waving at me, sister. You believing for healing? Yes, ma'am. Healing, healing, healing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, friends. Yes. Hands, hands, hands. I see you. I see you. Yes, ma'am, I see you. For you or for your baby? For the baby? Both of you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. There's a story in the scripture of a centurion who was a man that served the Roman army. He came to Jesus and he said, my servant is sick. Asking if you will help me believe, uh, help heal my servant. And Jesus said, Yeah, I'll be glad to help you. And the centurion said, Well, Master, I understand how authority works, and I know that all you have to do is say the word. You don't even have to go. My servant will be healed if you just speak the word. And I was looking at all y'all's hands, and I heard Jesus whisper in my ear, I'm gonna speak the word. So wherever you are, if you're believing for healing, you ain't got to get up. You ain't got to come down. If you're believing for healing, you just hold your hand up. Just hold your hand up. Help me pray, church. Help me pray. This ain't a one-man show. Lord, we speak the healing of the Lord to everyone who has their hand raised. Everyone who's battling a diagnosis or an unanswered question, I speak to that little baby right there, and I say, you be healed in Jesus' mighty name from the top of your head to the soles of your feet inside and out I speak over that baby that that baby will not live with mystery diagnosis that that baby is the healed of the Lord in Jesus mighty name I speak healing don't give up now hold your hands up if you want healing I speak healing in Jesus name healing in Jesus name Nathan and Christina I speak healing in Jesus name healing healing Healing, 
healing in Jesus' name. Come on, if you believe that all Jesus has to do is speak it, then you're healed. I speak healing. I speak healing. My sister in purple, I saw you. I speak healing in Jesus' name. Jesus in healing in Jesus' name. Healing in Jesus' name. Healing in Jesus' name, Francis. you need prayer for sound man luther teaches us that how the enemy tries to defeat the saints is that he tries to wear us out so he hits you from every side all at once and he won't give you a break but I also read in the scripture that if God be for us who can be against us and he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world and so Luther we pray over you today and we speak over you that you be well able in Jesus' name. And that you are casting off a spirit of heaviness and a spirit of weariness. And I decree over you that a new day is dawning in your life, in the life of your family. I stir up in you, man of God. 
the callings and the anointings. Oh, you got to stir it up. When you stir the pot, it ain't time to taste it yet. But you just stir it up. I stir up the strength in you. The strength in you. The calling in you. I'm doing that on purpose. You know who they do that for. When they're trying to get people's heart to start beating again. They rub that bone right there like that. I'm stirring up that heart in you, Luther. You be well able. You be well able. There may be giants, but you got the giant killer on the inside of you. hey giant killer. I speak to that heart. You'll not grow weary. You will not grow faint. You've been called and made and chosen for such a time as this. take a moment my brother and don't you go back to your booth you stay right here and you rest and you enjoy and you receive the presence of God how many church services have you been in that you've just sat back there in the booth and watched everybody else get touched and healed and ministered to I come to remind you today my friend Jesus don't overlook anybody Jesus doesn't overlook anybody, and he's not over. Someone help give me, help me give God a hand clap of praise in this church today. Time flies when you're having fun, don't it? Isn't God good? See what, do you hear me? So no sermon today. This is your sermon. You see what happens when you're hungry for Jesus? Only my sister in the back back there heard what I just said. You see what happens when you're hungry for Jesus? You see what happens when you're hungry for Jesus? Don't you forget, gay church. We are about one thing and one thing only.
Somebody say that name. Jesus. sing that name. Jesus. Come on, help me say it. Help me sing it. A shout of praise in his place today. Come on, he's the king. He's the master. Jesus! I wish you would praise like it was your life that was saved. I wish you would praise like it was your body he touched.
You say, what does that mean? That means that there is enough God in this room to do everything that He has asked us to do and then some. Also part of that word, I'm looking at my friends right there because I know they pray that with me every day. Also part of that word was that there was a harvest of souls inside the house and outside the house. You keep praying with me, my friends. You keep praying with me, my saints, because today there was people from within the gate church and from without that they walked in wrestling with death. And they're walking out free as a bird. Thank you. Thank you for someone being excited about God saving lives as I am. them, secured them, and gave them their code by which to live. Moses went to the people. He didn't give them a number or a percentage. He looked at the people and he said, today I want you to give, you go back to your tents, and I want you to get the fine linen, the gold and the jewels, and I want you to give out of your heart as unto God because of what He has done for you. I am asking this church, this body of believers, use this and help me. So with me, 
into what God is doing in this house because our best days are not behind us. The best days are ahead of us. There's ushers in the aisles. There's lots of ways you can participate. The, the ways are on the screen behind me. There's digital ways and there are physical ways. I'm encouraging each and every one of you, don't you miss on this moment to be a part of what God is doing here in this house. So I'm giving you a moment to prepare. If you are ready to give, you can stand on your feet with me. I'm not going to dismiss just yet, just a small bit of housekeeping before we dismiss today. But if you're ready to give today, with every head bowed and every eye closed, this is a solemn, holy moment where we are giving God our first fruits as His people. So today we're going to pray from the heart. Lord, we're so grateful for your faithfulness to us. Lord, thank you for your kindness. Lord, we're so glad to be your people. And Lord, as we give today, we ask that you take this offering for what it is. It's a physical sign. It's a demonstration and a gesture that shows our heart that, God, we love you and we want you to be first and foremost in our life. Lord, as we give today, we say this, who is like the Lord? God, who can compare to you? Lord, we ask that you receive our gift and our offering to you spirit. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Come as family and friends and let's give together. And then as we're, as we're done giving, I want you to just take your seats for just a moment. First of all, can you help me say thank you to our praise and worship team today for doing a tremendous job. Tremendous job. Um, I absolutely love coming to the Gate Church, and I love that we have the team that we do because I, I love letting them lead me in worship, and I love following them into the throne room. 
And I like that we got a little rowdy today because I like rowdy. Sometimes God is a little rowdy. Now then. Something I want to share with you. Since we did discuss the topic, the issue of fighting and facing death and the things that we associate with it, uh, heaviness, um, depression, anxiety, on and on down the list, all the things that we know. I would be remiss if I didn't teach you what is required of us as followers of God so that when we leave, we can take the victory with us and we can keep winning day to day to day because this is God's house, but sometimes I think that Satan camps out in the parking lot and that you had no more than cleared the door on your way to the buffet and the enemy feels like he's right here. And so a few things for all of us to remember as we are on our faith journey, whether you may not be facing um, things like death, you may be just facing a diagnosis, a sickness, the difficulties and strains of life. Here's a couple of things you need to remember. The battleground for your life is fought right up here. Because the enemy can't touch what's in here if you don't let him. Jesus is the king of this. He can't get to that. He can't contaminate that, pollute that, unless you open that door for him. So how do we win this fight? It helps if you pay attention. You never saw anyone go into war and pull out their sword in one hand, ready to fight the enemy, checking Facebook and their cell phone on the other. Because if you ain't paying attention, you're going to lose your life. <laughs> so especially my brothers and sisters that you were here saying, okay, I'm fighting death. You need to know you have victory. Victory is won. Victory is yours. Your Lord and your Savior, Savior has the keys, death, hell, and the grave. And so you have authority and victory over the enemy. But now here, when he comes and he whispers in your ear... He tries to get you to dwell on difficulty and on circumstances. Here's what you have to do. Pay attention, number one. Number two, I was taught this, and I'm telling you, it saved my life. You don't fight thoughts with thoughts. You fight thoughts with words. So when you feel that dark cloud of depression that feels like it's right here on top of your head mashing you down, what you're going to have to do is, now I do need my Bible, Lewis, what you're going to have to do is, you can't go to Twitter, you can't go to TikTok. I said I wasn't preaching, but maybe I am. You can't go to TikTok, Facebook, and you sure can't go to Fox News or CNN because I promise you they're not doing nothing for nobody in the depression department. You're going to have to go to this. And you're going to have to get you some new words and some new thoughts out of this book right here. You feel me? 
So I'll remind you where it says, where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you're there. And even if I make my bed way down in hell, behold, you're there too. There's nowhere I can go that I can get away from him. So when you feel heavy, when you feel that thing talking to you, if you have to, you say, excuse me, boss man. I'm going to go in here. I need to use the restroom real quick. Sometimes I listen to my boss man. Well, when I, I'm, not bo- I'm the boss now. Lord, don't let me do that to people. But I used to listen to my boss man sometimes, and I'd have to go in the bathroom and say, I need some victory. So when your boss man gets down on you, go and look in the mirror and you say, God, I feel like I'm making my bed in hell right now, but your word says that there's nowhere I go that you're not with me. Hold your head up, open your eyeballs, cock your shoulders back, and you walk right back out to work, and you know that God is with you. Look in the mirror and talk to yourself. So many times we labor under the feeling of needing things that we don't have. You know what that feeling is? That's called covetousness. And so I gotta, I gotta have more success, more money, more contracts. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have, I gotta do, I gotta go, I gotta grind. It bothers me so bad when we try to spiritualize things like grind. What part of the 23rd Psalm are you reading where the person is grinding to try to make it and get to the next level? The scripture says that he makes a table for me even in the presence of my enemies. You got enemies, I got enemies, but Jesus is who makes a way for me. So when you feel that pressure of life, you speak to yourself. You speak to your soul. The scripture says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. So what is the writer saying? He's speaking to himself. He's looking in the mirror saying, Self, we may not feel like it, but we're going to bless God today. you got to give yourself a little time to wake up. And here's another one that can be really tough. It's when your friends and your family don't, you feel, or you, maybe it is a true, genuine experience, they don't love you or appreciate you the way that they should. And I have a strong personal testimony about the power of this very simple prayer. There's so many things in life that you can't control. But if you will quiet your soul. And so when I was learning to live again, I started every day and many times throughout the day, I would pray this very, very simple prayer. Lord, I choose to believe that your love is more than enough for me and that the only thing I need is you. And when people don't understand me, when they abandon me, when they reject me, when they hurt me, God, your love is enough for me. And Jesus, if you love me, I can love whoever you ask me to love. That's the same heart of our master who while they whipped him, he was silent. And as we poured out our wrath on him, he took it in quiet because he knew my father's love is enough for me. 
He was so full of his Father's love that when he hung on the cross, he had the wherewithal to say and to pray, Father, forgive them because they don't understand what they're doing. That's the kind of love I need in my life. I don't know about you. I want my tank to be that full that it doesn't matter what people say, do, what they steal from me, what they take from me. God's love on the inside of me is enough to power me, energize me, rejuvenate me, and keep me going. When you're fighting for life, don't overcomplicate it. Don't follow or listen to man's wisdom. Read this. Because this word is alive and it is true. And it is sharper than any two-edged sword because it cuts to the division of soul and spirit. Does that feel okay? And if you go home and you feel overwhelmed, you say, I need help. Call us. Email us. Message us. We want to be there for you as best we can. Help me pray this week, saints. Here's here's what I'm going to pray all week. And I'm going to meet you next week. God has power. And death thinks it has power. But when God, I got little arms so you can't see, but when he flexes, death has to go. The ultimate flex of God's new life, creation, resurrection power is when Jesus' dead body was in a tomb and then you think about that moment there was a moment where his body the eyes were closed and then all of a sudden bing new life in the beginning he said let there be light and there was and then here is the most celebratory moment in all of creation that ever has been or ever will be. Do you want to know what that moment was? It was the moment when Jesus stands up in the tomb. He takes off those grave clothes. He lays them to the side. And so there's this miracle happening in the dirt. Boy, that'll preach right there, Miss Francis. There's a miracle happening in the dirt. And then all of a sudden, angels came and they rolled the stone away and then out came the master proof to all of the world that God, his love and his power has triumphed over death, hell and the grave. Do you want to know what was happening in this room today? It was God flexing his muscle and he was rolling back stone off of the gate church. He was rolling back the stone off of your life. He's rolling back the stone off of my life because he's got the power to do it. The scripture says 
he will exceedingly abundantly above do all you could ask or think so help me pray this week that the Lord will meet us and that he will continue to roll the stone away off of people's lives does that feel okay Okay, just a couple of announcements. Don't forget we have child dedication coming up on October 23rd. Don't forget that. Also, stay connected to our worship guide because there's some important events. We have our worship night coming in, coming in October. And uh, we have some friends that are going to be joining us. Believe me, you want to be here. We're believing for a night in God's presence. We're also believing God that He's going to do miraculous things among His people. I've been praying for months that we're going to see people healed. That's just what I feel in my heart, that God's going to heal people. People are going to walk in sick. And they're going to go through them doors right back there, and they're going to be healed and whole. Be praying with me, and then you better be here. I'm not going to make you stand up. You just bow your heads right where you're at. Lord, Holly and I pray over this holy, set-apart, special congregation. Lord, we bless them. We call them healed. We call them favored. Lord, I speak to their bodies. And I ask, Lord, that you energize them. You give them grace for the rest of the weekend. Give them rest. That tonight they'll have the sleep, rest, and peace of God at work in their bodies and in their home and in their family. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness to us. We pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you, church, for being so patient. It's been an amazing day in God's presence. Go today and be blessed. Gate Church family, what an amazing service we had today. So powerful. God is such a promise keeper. He promised us that where two or more were gathered in his name, he would be there in the midst. And we felt his presence today. Such a powerful service. I'm so grateful that you chose to join us. I'm so grateful that you are a part of the Gate Church family. Today, we experienced freedom. We experienced miracles and healing. And we are just so in awe and in love of what God is doing right here at the gate. As you go throughout your week, remember, grab that word just as Pastor Jordan encouraged us. Read through it. Let it encourage you. Let it build you up. And I just want to pray with you as you go throughout the rest of this week. God, we thank you. We thank you that you allowed us to experience freedom today. We have the freedom to love. We have the freedom to worship. We have the freedom to walk away from anxiety and depression, God. We have the freedom to have brokenness away from us, God, and we have the freedom to walk in new life. I pray over every Gate Church family right now, God, and I just pray that your presence would manifest in each of our homes. Let our homes become homes of prayer and homes of power, Lord God. We just bless you and we praise you for what you're going to continue to do to through and for the Gate Church family. God, I thank you that you empower us to walk in your power this week, Lord God. I thank you that we can put our faith and our hope and our trust in you. And I bless you today, God, just for deliverance that went forth today, Lord. I thank you for the newness that we are experiencing even today. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We just cannot get enough of your presence, Lord. We bless you. It is in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Now, Gate Church family, we want you to know that we love you. We want you to stay connected with us so there is an online gate church connect group and it meets on wednesdays for more information just click on the link that is in the comments below we also want to make sure that you are up to date
date with upcoming events. Be sure to download the worship guide so that you are kept in the know of what is happening right here with your Gate Church family. Go out this week. Have a great week. Be blessed. Be encouraged and love on one another.